Welcome to The Planet, the podcast for L Word fans. I'm Casey. And I'm Elka. We've just finished watching Labia Majora, episode one of season three. What's your first impression, Elka? Well, sometimes the season premiere of a show can be a little bit boring just because they're introducing everybody and bringing the storylines back to life. So so you think it was boring? No, it wasn't boring, but I think the show is definitely going to get better. Yeah, it seems like the L word always starts that way. It always starts with you with just a bunch of question marks, so I guess we're kind of used to it. But some interesting things definitely did happen. But one thing that I don't like is that they didn't change the intro music. I don't really care for that song and the graphics. And they took out Mia Kirshner's boobies. Yeah, that's like the only change, and it's a change for the worse. Yeah, that was pretty much the only reason to watch the intro before. The rest of it's lame. I think um, many, many people agree with you. The Betty intro, I will not state my personal opinion about it, but all I'm going to say is... The best thing I've ever heard anyone say about it is that you get used to it after a while. That's not really the greatest compliment. <laughs> so the start of the show was the flashback to, it looked like the 70s, mm-hmm. to some people, or to a woman named Marilyn who's married to Chet. But I couldn't figure out who they were. I think Marilyn is supposed to be Jenny's mom. Who's Chet, her real dad? I guess. Hmm. So maybe she's with the new guy because he's better at sex. It doesn't sound that way. He's certainly not, like, a nicer guy. Maybe. I don't think that was really clarified. I don't remember them saying that her name was Marilyn. Yeah, me neither. I just kind of made that assumption. So maybe Jenny's trauma has something to do with the mysterious Chet. Maybe that's her real dad. (laughs) Maybe he took her to the carnival. And then they go straight into the chart with Alice... Alice's radio show. She seems to be doing a little bit better on the show. Yeah, only on the show. (laughs) In all other respects, I think her life has declined. Poor Alice. I was glad to hear Tegan and Sarah. I like Tegan and Sarah a lot. They were playing songs off the album So Jealous, which made a lot of the critics' top ten lists the year it came out. If you go to Amazon.com and try to buy the CD, make sure you get the album that's called So Jealous skip this business of art just trust me no good it's no good it's painful but so jealous is a great album you should give it a listen what was the most dramatic scene for you on the premiere the teaser for next week yeah the teaser for next week actually looks awesome but i'm talking about the first within the show dramatic or my favorite Mm, your favorite Okay, my favorite scene on the show, and I'm probably alone in this, but I I like seeing Jenny dancing with the new character, Mara, in the bar. Why? Why is that your favorite? Because I like Daniela C. a lot. I've never seen her in anything before, but I like her a lot. I like her greasy hair look that she's got going on, and she's got boy arms, and she has a nice voice. I like her. Oh, well, my favorite new character is the social worker in the wheelchair. (laughs) You were saying that you miss having a character that you love to hate. She was biatchy. My favorite scene definitely, hands down, is the car chase. The car chase is hilarious. Yeah, it's hysterical, and I like all of uh, Dana's expressions during it. (laughs) So, obviously, Alice really has lost her mind. Yeah, okay, but I want to talk about the car chase for a minute, because... To me, that car chase scene is 
a spoof of what's popular with heterosexual audiences, right? Like they watch, I don't know, CSI or something. They're all, they're always car chases, and the L word is like making fun of that convention of the car chase. I think that's total shit. <laughs> what you, you just said, you really? Know? I don't think it's a spoof at all. I think that Alice has just lost her mind because she thinks or thought she was in love with Dana and she's acting on her emotions. But how are you going to get into a psycho car chase with someone while you're talking to them on the cell phone? It's television. Okay, if you're right, then that totally messes up my connection that I was going to make between my supposed spoof car chase and the women in prison scene last season between Bette and the carpenter who shall not be named. Because I thought that scene also was a spoof of the kind of pornography that heterosexual men like to watch. The whole women in prison convention. You're not buying this, huh? No, not at all. <laughs> Alright, so um, I'll <clears throat> let it go. <laughs> You're probably right. Okay, so back to Mara. Oh, we're going back to Mara. I thought you just wanted to talk about Alice. Well, we'll talk about Mara because that's what I just thought of. So supposedly, the reason why she's added to the show is to add the, to add a real dyke to the show. Yeah, like she's supposed to be really butch, and she is butch, but Ish. she's not really butch. Uh, yeah, but that's okay by me. She's butch compared to Shane, who is supposed to be butch. But Before, yeah, yeah, that's hysterical. Definitely, um, a soft butch, if she's butch at all. Uh, while we're on the topic of Daniela C. For, I don't know, 10 years now, I've had my get-out-of-jail-free card for Clea Duvall, that if I ever somehow encounter Clea Duvall and have the opportunity to hook up with her, I can do so without getting in trouble. She's my one person that I What do you mean, getting in trouble? Like with your girlfriend? Yes, because we are uh, monogamous. Okay, so you and your girlfriend have the agreement that you are monogamous, other than a few people? No, other than we each get one person. Oh, okay. And your person is now changed from? I'm changing. I'm officially changing right now from Clea Duval, who's been my person for at least 10 years since she was in the faculty, to Daniela C. Oh, okay. So if any of you uh, listening know Daniela, <laughs> my number's on the website. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to seeing more of Mara slash Daniela. Do you think that she and Jenny are going to be a thing? Well, they're a thing now. They are? I couldn't really tell. Mm, she, they were having sex. Yeah, but I mean, are they going to be girlfriends, like, together? God, you're so postmodern that they can have sex in her childhood bedroom without being girlfriends. <laughs> they're lesbians in the Midwest. They'll do whatever they can to get Oh, it. God, there you go in the Midwest again. <laughs> okay, okay, well, I have a theory about Mara which I think is wrong, but this was my theory when I watched it. And I don't think this is a spoiler because, A, it's just in my imagination, and, B, it's probably wrong. But I had thought that maybe Mara was going to be the person that Helena's psychic told her about. Hmm. She, she's a brunette. She has ambiguous sexuality. I she's don't know what kind of car she drives. not a bisexual. No, but if Mara, who is probably right now self-identifies as a lesbian, if she were to, like, transition, then she would be a heterosexual man, which would be ambiguous sexuality. No, because she's, if she's a man, 
then she's going to technically be straight if she dates women. Right. So she would go from being a lesbian to being straight, which is ambiguous sexuality. But the card reader specifically said, yes, it's a bisexual and it's a woman. Maybe the psychic just didn't know how to read that. Maybe. Most people don't go running around changing genders. I don't buy it. But I definitely don't think it's Alice, who the card reader is talking about. I think it's Bet. Bet and Helena? Bet drives a blue sob, I think. She's a brunette. She's not a bisexual, but who knows what might happen this season. And she said an artist, I think. And Bet's not an artist, but she's trying to have some sort of creative lifestyle. So maybe she'll end up being an artist. That would just be sickening, Helena and Bet together. Maybe it'll, I mean, I'm kind of hoping it's someone else that hasn't been shown on the screen yet. But right now, Bet's all about renewing her life as the head of household. I'm a little bit disappointed in Tina. Why? She went through this whole autonomy phase, and I really thought that Tina was going to grow as a person and become stronger and more confident. And she seems to just be reverting to the way she was when she was originally with Bet. Well, she's definitely got more... She's pushing Bet around more. All she's doing is whining more. She's very passive-aggressive. I'm not crazy about Tina right now at this second. She seems to me to be more confident from the whole motherhood thing. Yeah, we're going to have to see what happens with Tina. But right now... You're not liking her? Yeah, I mean, she just seemed really whiny. She's Yeah, you're right. She's always been that way. Very whiny. And I really thought that she was going to change. I've never liked that character, to be honest. Well, I mean, I like all of the characters together, but if I had to pick one to dump, one female to dump, it would be her. I can see where you're coming from, but I think probably the creators of the show feel obligated to show a successful monogamous marriage-like relationship. I don't really consider it successful. It's kind of a wreck right now. They're not even having sex. Okay, you're right. But I still feel like, because the show gets so much criticism about, oh, you're not representing our community, blah, blah, blah. I feel like they have to have at least one monogamous couple who stays together. What about Shane and Carmen? Oh, please. (laughs) Shane and Carmen on the premiere episode were depicted as being all lovey and It just made me sick. (laughs) Why? It seemed so bogus. In what way bogus? I just don't like Shane that way. I'm sure a lot of people maybe agree with you. It's sad to see a player get played. (laughs) My favorite thing about Shane has always been her hair. I don't know what's up with her hair right now. It was fun to see Shane kind of get... What's the word I'm looking for? Pussified? (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, Shane is definitely being declawed right now by Carmen. Um, she wore a dress. Yeah, that was gross. And she was admitted and was okay with acting straight. That's just wrong. All over the place wrong. You should. She should never, ever, ever, ever do that. She didn't try very hard <laughs> to act straight. For Shane, it was trying hard not to be openly gay. Yeah, and she was wearing makeup. I did think, okay, you know how Shane goes to meet Carmen's family, and she doesn't know if they're going to like her, and then Carmen's mom finds out that Shane was in foster care and whatever, and she's like, where are your family now? And she hugs her, and 
the right. mom loves it. I think that's totally realistic. Yeah, that's totally realistic the to a Hispanic family. Well, not only that, but also the character of Shane is just the kind of person that your parents love. Because she's like a skinny little wounded puppy. <laughs> and moms love that sort of thing. <laughs> I think it's totally typical. Yeah, I mean, if I saw Shane, I would I would want to feed her some tamales. <laughs> Let's talk about crazy social worker lady. She's obviously a complete homophobe, and she she calls the baby a thing, and <laughs> it. <laughs> it was a hilarious character. Oh my god! It it just pains me to even think about her. And then she goes off on this like just weird totally inappropriate tangent about men's short and curly hairs chest on hair. their chest i'm like what is she talking about men's short and curlies and then she's like on their chest and their back and i had the same expression on my face as bet because that was just kind of creepy and kind of gross yeah i didn't really get that i mean it was disgusting as if we could hate her anymore but I didn't really get the whole, like, where she was coming from. Of course you don't. I mean, she was talking about a baby. I know, like, I could understand her saying she should know the sound of men's voices and she should have men around her or whatever, I guess. But most babies don't rub their dad's curly back hair. <laughs> she said chest hair. And back hair, too, I thought. Maybe not. I hope that I misheard. Ew. Yeah. That, everything about that woman was ew. And I loved when Alice stormed in and was like, Tina, I gotta talk to you about these drugs, and I don't <laughs> believe in God, and oh, I hit your car. That was rocking. Oh, and it'd be better if you had a normal car. Yeah. Okay, what's, like, the most offensive thing I can think of to say to her? <laughs> It'd be better if you had normal legs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Alice. So my theory about crazy wheelchair lady, homophobe lady, is that Bet is not going to be able to adopt Angelica. Because you're supposed to think, well, it's a TV show, happily ever after, blah, blah, blah. But I think that they're going to deny Bet adoption rights. I don't think she's ever going to adopt her. That's my theory. I think so, too. I don't think she's going to approve the adoption, even if the next visit is perfect. I agree. But there are definitely some things that are wrong with their parenting in my point of view. Like, what's up with this? What's it called? Attachment parenting. What's up with this attachment parenting? I know some people that have done attachment parenting. Um, I don't think they took it to such an extreme but also the whole not baby-proofing thing, I don't think that's part of attachment parenting. No, that's part of being an artist. <laughs> How are they going to have a baby and not give it any toys? Give the kid some toys. It had toys? What are it, you talking about? They had this whole thing about how Bat doesn't like the way toys look or something. Oh, I didn't catch up on that. I, she doesn't like the way baby-proofing looks. Well, they said something about brightly colored, stimulating plastic toys. Oh, right. I mean, come on. It's a baby. Give that baby some toys, Bet. <laughs> okay, new topic. Did we talk enough about Charmin? Charmin? Shane and Carmen. <laughs> you gotta stop this. What? Charmin? 
What else is there to say about him, really? Nothing. Kate Clinton had a guest appearance as Bet and Tina's sex, sex therapist. therapist. Yeah, she's looking good these days. Yeah, that's, I think, an appropriate cameo for her to make. Oh, I thought you said inappropriate. No, I think that's appropriate. I could see Kate Clinton as a sex therapist. <laughs> yeah, but those sex toys that, those enhancement devices that she was touting, mm-mm, I didn't like them either. Oh, you don't like dick-shaped ice cubes? <laughs> I didn't know that about you. And when is, since when is thirty three ninety five a lot for Bette Porter? I know. That's sad. Maybe that's why Angelica doesn't have any toys. <laughs> if I wasn't having sex with my girlfriend for like six months or whatever, there's no price that I wouldn't pay. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Well, I think the only sex therapy or sexual enhancement that's going to work for Tina is a real penis. Oh, gross. I think you're right. <laughs> I don't want to go there. I don't want to even think about it. Well, that. she's, yeah, I think she's going to go back to men. We thought for a second that Jenny might, but now I think that Jenny is not going to and that Tina is. She did say something about, oh, living in the suburbs isn't that bad. Yeah. What's wrong with the suburbs? I grew up there. Well, exactly. That's what's wrong. Look at you. You freak. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and the sex therapist mentioned a common problem with lesbian bed death or whatever. Aversion no. to oral stimulation. What? She she said aversion. that. Aversion to oral stimulation. <laughs> what the hell is that? I don't think that such a thing exists. For heterosexual or homosexual women. Yeah, there's no woman alive that has aversion to oral stimulation. That's just a unicorn. <laughs> I bet right about now Tina is wishing that Bet would just go fuck the carpenter and leave her alone. And I bet Bet is thinking, I wish I could just go fuck the carpenter and leave her alone. <laughs> That's what I would be thinking. A uh, little word of advice for Bet: A way to convince your girlfriend that you find her sexy is not by arguing with her. That usually isn't going to work. Oh, you mean when they were talking about Tina's body? Yeah. And they get into an argument. That's their whole problem. That's sexy, Tina and Bet, really. Mama B. Yeah. The, I think pretty much the only thing that Kate Clinton said that was correct was that calling one another Mama T and Mama B, that's not sexy at all. Because it's not. Unless you're not a mama. And then it's like, <laughs> hey, Mama B. All right. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered, like, if I had kids... What do they call the other mother? That's a good idea, I guess. Mama B and Mama T is pretty awkward, though. Couldn't they have come up with some Sanskrit thing or something? <laughs> it sounds like something out of a folk song. Oh, Mama T and Mama B. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really does. Or reggae. <laughs> uh, I don't see the reggae connection, but I, I could see like an old folk song. Coal miners singing it on their way down the hole or something. They did show Kit on the season premiere. Basically, all that happened is that she found out that she's going through menopause, and then they made jokes about it. Kit tells them that she has menopause like she's saying she has cooties. I think that's the way it is. She's like, I've got the menopause. <laughs> she said the menopause? No, but I mean, that was the way she said it. Like, I've got cooties. I've got menopause. Like, is that something you 
catch. Well, how <laughs> how old do you think her ki- Pam Greer is actually fifty six years old? But how old do you think the character of Kit is supposed to be? Oh, I have no idea. Well, I think she's supposed to be like early fifties, so I don't know what she's so surprised about. <laughs> so that's all that's going on with Kit. Her punani's all dried up. Poor Kit and her dry punani. <laughs> they didn't show Mark. And they didn't really, like, show what the whole home situation is because last season when we left off, Jenny and Shane were living together. And now, what's going on at that house? Is Carmen living there? Is Mark still there? What's going on? Is When Jenny comes back, is she going to just move back into her room? I don't know because obviously Jenny hasn't been working. She's been writing a book for six months. And they could barely make rent when Jenny was working. Right, and obviously Jenny's parents, even if they did have money, which they don't because they have, like, shag green carpet, even if they did have money, they wouldn't give it to her because she basically ran away as an adult (laughs) with her lesbian lover and made a scene on the front lawn. Haven't we all? No! (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I, I mean, I guess probably nobody lives there anymore. Where but do you think no, Shane maybe, lives? Maybe they replaced Jenny with someone else because there's no other way to keep Mark in the storyline. And he's in the opening montage thing, so he's obviously still on the show. Okay. Then I'm going to assume that Carmen is living there. Carmen, Shane, and Mark. I think that Shane going from like being 10 girls a day to living with her girlfriend... That seems like a huge deal to Shane. So you think there's just someone else living there? Or we're not ever going to be told? No, we'll find out. But I don't know. It's a good question. Because if Shane and Carmen live together, I'd be surprised by that. I think they're just going to act like the whole money issue is not a real issue. And be like, oh, thank God you're back, Jenny. And everything's going to go back to the way it was. The living situation. I feel ripped off by that because last season Jenny and Shane were constantly like, oh shit, we're running out of money, what are we going to do? They were doing that to bring in Mark because remember he paid his rent in advance for a year or something? Yeah, but I'd feel a little bit ripped off if they do that. But Shane's career is supposed to be blossoming, so maybe she was able to cover Jenny's rent for the six months. That makes sense. That could be. And maybe Mark sold some Shane porn (laughs) some money on the side. Shane can't punch that hard, so he probably thought it was worth it. Did he? Did she punch him? Yeah, she punched him when she found out about the surveillance thing. Yeah, that's... She doesn't look like she could punch very hard. No. She looks like she couldn't open her own chips. <laughs> so if you listened to our last podcast before this one, you know that I had said, if Alice wears sweatpants in season premiere, I'm not watching the show anymore. I have one word for you. Or maybe it's two words. Sweatpants. They called my bluff. (laughs) I said I wouldn't watch the show anymore if Alice was wearing sweatpants. Obviously I said that because I thought that would not happen. (laughs) She was wearing sweatpants the whole time she looked. I think she was wearing them the entire episode. Oh my god. Alice, please put on a little skirt and some tights. I can't believe Alice was wearing sweatpants. I totally predicted it. I'm still going to watch the show, though. I lied. So she was wearing her sweatpants in a yoga class with Helena Peabody, which is kind of a strange matchup. Helena's a good friend. 
all of a sudden. You're a good friend, Helena. You're a good friend. <laughs> I actually like them together. I think that Alice might bring Helena down to Earth. Yeah, I can see that. Because from the scenes from next week, they have a funny scene together where um, it looks like yeah. Helena's... It looks like Helena's trying to get rid of all the Dana paraphernalia. The all shrine. Over. Yeah. Oh, God. She's trying to get rid of the shrine to Dana, and uh, Alice is having a problem with that, and it looks funny. How come when Jenny loses her shit, everybody's like, fuck Jenny, I hate that bitch, and the fans, I mean, and Alice is all crazy, and everyone's like, oh, Alice is so cute. Maybe it's because... Alice is really a lesbian. She's not the only real lesbian on the show now, but she was the only real lesbian on the show in Who real else life. Is. Who else now? Yeah. Daniela C. Really? Yeah. I told you, give her my number. <laughs> but I think everyone else on the show is straight. Although there are a few rumors about, well, maybe they're not all 100% straight, but... Sexuality is fluid. That's what Shane says. Well, I think that's true. I don't think it really matters. I don't think it matters if the actresses are all really gay or not. No, not at all. <clears throat> what matters is how good they make gay sex look on the screen of my television. <laughs> and Mia Kirshner, fucking hot. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Nothing. She's dirty. I mean the character of Jenny. Yeah. No offense to Mia, but um, Jenny, you can tell that she's kinky. She just, I don't know. Well, they did, like, the whole golden shower scene, kind yeah. of. Yeah. That was really on the edge. Yeah, Jenny's a total preep. <laughs> I bet Jenny would do anything. I wonder. We'll have to test it out when we, she comes over next week. <laughs> yeah, she's totally twisted. But she's also trying to learn about her sexuality. Well, that's another thing that I predicted in our preview show. What? Was that Jenny was going to be a hardcore... No, I you didn't say she was going to be dyke. I said she was going to be tough. I said, so you think Jenny's going to come back as a hardcore dyke? And you're like, no. But I da, said da, she's going to be tough. And Jenny is fucking tough now. If you watch the teaser, she's packing heat. Jen <laughs> Jenny will not take shit from anyone in a flyover red state. Jenny is cool. I like, like, she's coming back pretty. She is coming back tough. And I like it. It's just you and me. Oh, who like her? Yeah. That can't be true. Nobody likes Jenny. If you also like Jenny, you should email us or call us and let us know. And if you don't, then you should email us or call us and let us know. Yeah, it can be our first listener poll. And you can't say, I hate Jenny because she's stupid and annoying. Right. You have to have a real reason. Like, the real reason why I like her, she's got nice tits. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I like You're not her. kidding. <laughs> I'm sort of kidding. If that was her only plus, I wouldn't like her. She has many other attributes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but there are other things I like about Jenny. She's definitely like the craziest bitch on the show, and I love that. You definitely like you some crazy bitches. <laughs> I noticed... For the first time last night, the show was over, and I wasn't really paying attention. And then the credits rolled, and I noticed that one of the writers is Ariel Schrag, who wrote a book that I read when I was, like, in high school that 
I really liked, so I'm glad to see that she's a writer on the show. I didn't know that. Um, she wrote a book called, well, she wrote a bunch of books. I only had one. It was called Definition. It was a graphic novel. If you're into graphic novels, it, that was a really good one. I liked it. So I thought that was cool that she was on there. I didn't know that. Did she write this show, or is she just a writer on the show that's going to be? She is part of the writing team. Okay. Hopefully she won't convince them to bring in Gwen Stefani for a cameo, though. Why? In her books, she was obsessed with Gwen Stefani when she was a kid. No, I mean, why would that be a bad thing? <laughs> you don't like Gwen Stefani? Uh, no, she doesn't do it for me. Oh, I like her. She's all right. Yeah, she's all right. As long as Mariah Carey doesn't come on. <laughs> well, I didn't really get the whole car chase scene because, I mean, it was a hilarious scene, and I laughed out loud, but... Alice has completely gone off the deep end. And how long did Dana and Alice even date? Like a month? Oh, you're right. And it's six months later. So she needs to get on with her life. But what I'm most curious about with Alice is what is that quote about? Who is she talking about? And now I have an idea. But the quote about like, oh, this is the best sex ever. Or I've never had sex like this. Who do you think she's talking about? Who does she have mind-blowing sex with? Not Helena. Who? I don't know. Who do you think it is? Well, okay, who I really think it is is Mara. I think Mara's going to have sex with everybody. I think it's Mara. Who um I think it's Mara who Alice is talking about when she says that, but it could be anyone. Like that's just the first person who comes to mind right now. Yeah, I don't know, that's weird because I thought Mara was the person that Helena's psychic was telling her about. So Maybe she's both. Maybe they have threesome. Mara's the new Shane now that Shane's out of commission. <laughs> Mara is no Shane. But in your opinion, Shane is no Mara. There you go. Okay, let's talk about the teaser. So if you're not into teasers, if you think they're spoilers, you should fast forward. Are you talking about the one they show at the end of the show? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure they've seen that. Some people don't watch that. They okay. think it's a spoiler, but like we said, those people are weenies. <laughs> So what did they show in the teaser? They showed Helena trying to get rid of the Dana Shrine, which looks funny. They showed a whole bunch of bullshit and Jenny pulling a gun. Right. That's all I care about. I, yeah. Um, Alice and Helena, blah, blah, blah. Bet and Tina, blah, blah, blah. Kid's son. Let's talk about the gun. Jenny, I told you Jenny was going to be a tough girl when she comes back. So apparently she and Mara are driving to L.A. from Skokie, I'm assuming Skokie, Illinois, and it looks like some sort of gay bashing thing starts going on. <laughs> and then she pulls out a big plastic gun. <laughs> Do you think it's plastic? Yeah, but I think we're supposed to think that it's real. <laughs> and then Jenny gets out of the car. She's like, what's up, bitches? <laughs> Do you want a piece of me? And I'd have to say that as if Jenny could get any sexier, she looks pretty hot with a weapon. And then they drive off um, playing 50 Cent on the radio and yeah, Jenny flash their gang signs. With a weapon. That's hot. You're <laughs> a perv. I'm really into her this season. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I can't wait to see that next week. That is the one thing that I'm just dying. What do you think is going to come of it? You think, okay, she's not going to shoot someone. You well, she could. She's Jenny. <laughs> You don't know what that bitch is going to do. The end of the... This is true. So if the ending of the show next week is with Jenny, we know it's going to be fucked up. So if the ending of the... Sh the ending of the show could be Jenny 
like with a shovel burying a body <laughs> naked <laughs> it could be but first she'll paint a little clown face on the dude and then she'll write a book about it I don't think she's going to shoot anyone she's going to scare the fuck out of some rednecks and I'm all for that yeah I support that um, next week is the second home visit from the adoption counselor like I said I don't think that's going to go well Alice continues her pill-popping spree in a vain attempt to get over her tainted love of Dana. Hopefully she does it in a more attractive manner next week, which I doubt. She looks nice when she cries. She's cute when she cries. Mm, it's sad. I think yeah. it's sad when she cries. But that's because I like her. Aww. Now, like, when, you know, Tanya cries, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I noticed Alice had the best eyebrows. <laughs> On last night's show. Okay. What the fuck? Stay tuned for next week when Kit goes to buy some moisturizer. Next week's show is going to be called Lubrication. (laughs) I like how this season, they just jump right into it with Labia Majora. Because last season they had titles like La Ennui. And this year, they're like La Pussy. (laughs) What is next week's show called? Lost Weekend. Hmm. Did you ever see that movie? Movie? Yeah, there's a movie called Lost Weekend. It's really old, like from the 40s or 50s. And it's about this guy who's an alcoholic, and his girlfriend and his best friend try and take him away for the weekend so that he can get dry, and he can't do it. He's a total wreck. I don't know if that's relevant to the show or not, but I'm wondering. I doubt it. Well, maybe it'll have to do with Alice going on a drug binge. I think it's going to be about the weekend that Jenny and Mara travel back to L.A. Okay, I'll tell you what Lost Weekend really means. My two favorite shows, The L Word and Lost, are going to have a crossover episode. And uh, the cast of The L Word is going to find themselves stranded on the Lost Island. (laughs) Anna Lucia is going to show Carmen how to really be a spicy Latina. Okay, no, that was a total lie. That'd be awesome, though. That's my um, fantasy TV moment. The cast of the L word is lost on the lost island, and they can convert Kate. You're getting way off subject here now. These people don't watch Lost. You want to make a different podcast? Lost beats the L word. No, no, the L word is my favorite show. Lost is my um second favorite show. <laughs> Liar. There's some dikey shit going on on Lost. Like uh, Kate, she's always climbing trees. Kate's hot. She's not as hot as Jenny, but yeah, she's tougher. And Anna Lucia is dykier than Mara. And she knows how to use a gun on her own. She doesn't need Jenny to protect her. That's true. So our question of the week is, do you like or hate Jenny? And why? A real reason why. Not just, I hate her because she sucks. And um, also, when you leave that message, whether it's via email or on the blog or the listener hotline, you have to tell us your favorite vaginal euphemism that was omitted from the show. So you don't like Ride the Beef Bus to Taco Town? (laughs) Now it's time for the chart, where we make a connection with our listeners. We had our very first listener comment from Dee Dee in Fairfax, Virginia. Dee Dee says, I'm looking forward to your show. I'm a 30-year-old black woman living in Northern Virginia who loves the L word. Thank you, Dee Dee, for being the first person ever to send us feedback. And our second email is from Jazz regarding Bet's father. Jazz is emailing to let us know that Ossie Davis, who played the character of Bet's father, really did pass away. And we did know that. 
I wonder that, if that's why they made the character ailing in the show, or if that's a coincidence. I don't think they knew. But um, that's not why we didn't like him. <laughs> yeah, we hate him because he died. Thanks for the heads up. And Jazz also noted that lesbians have a special humor gene and used the example of Ellen DeGeneres. Jazz, I think you're on to something there. Thank you, Jazz. We got a great email from Aaron who says, I'm a straight 16-year-old guy who loves the L word. Now I know what you're thinking. This kid is a perv and an embarrassment <laughs> to all the L word fans. However, I assure you that watching the L word has completely changed my opinions of the homosexual community, <laughs> which were all pretty much influenced by stereotypes. It is because of this that I cannot stop watching the show, as I have grown to love and identify with the characters. You can think of me as being similar to the character of Mark, but without the creepy surveillance thing. I hope you'll read and take this into consideration, and we'll be looking forward to your next podcast. Aaron, you can say why you like the L word. It's okay. We like boobies. <laughs> it would be hypocritical of us to, to think that you were a perv just because you like boobies, too. <laughs> And our last new members of the chart are Gina and Misty, who are part of the band From the Left, who write in to say that they also did not get to attend any premiere parties. But they have a better excuse than we do. They didn't go because, and I quote, Our drummer is on a crack binge and our lead <laughs> guitarist is in a mental hospital. Yeah, I'm wow. being serious. Gina and Misty, my heart goes out to you. I want you to uh, go to your local Blockbuster video and rent a movie called Pray for Rock and Roll because I think that movie is written about your life. <laughs> Tell your drummer and guitarist that I hope things work out for them. I have something to add to this. Okay. I went to their website, fromtheleftmusic.com, and those girls are pretty damn cute. I don't really? know if Gina and Misty are the girls in the pictures, but the girls in the pictures are cute. All right, so check out the band from the left. I don't know what they sound like, but cute girls. What else do I need to say? <laughs> Thanks a lot, Gina and Misty. If you want to be a part of the chart where we make a connection with our listeners, you can email your comments to theplanetcast at gmail.com. Or you can call our phone number, 505-244-0531, and leave a message, and we'll probably play it on the air. Or you can comment on our blog, theplanetcast.blogspot.com. Remember, we want you guys to call in and give us your take on Jenny. Lover or hater, tell us why. And we want your euphemism. Yes, tell us your favorite euphemism. Or you could just give us any of your thoughts or predictions or favorite moments or anything you want to talk about. And also, I forgot to say happy birthday to Sarah Shahi. Her birthday is today, January 10th. She's 26 today. Oh, she's a baby. <laughs> Holy beans. Happy birthday, Sherry. Holy beans. <laughs> <laughs> I did have one question that I wanted to ask you, Casey. Okay. Did you fuck all night before you told her I was the love of your life? Did you fuck all night? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I think, the best scene of the whole entire show so yes. far. I hope That's they top the best, it. the best L word moment ever. Yeah. I hope they top it this season, but. Impossible. Never happened. <laughs> Throwing a table over in public, I mean, come on. You can't beat that. Yeah, and then 
spilling coffee on Tanya in the bargain. <laughs> That's just gravy. All right, well, we'll talk to you next week after we have all seen Lost Weekend. In the meantime, have fun riding the beef bus to Tuna Town. <laughs> Bye.